Hello, this is Kenya, and welcome to my magical cottage core life. So today, we're going to talk about goldenrod. Goldenrod is not something to sneeze at. Yeah, I know, that was really bad. But listen, you actually don't sneeze when you're encountering goldenrod. You actually sneeze next to the ragweed that's probably growing next to it. So, take out your book of stuff. An ink pen. Get comfy in your little book nook or on a nice couch under a good quilt while you're being all warm and toasty and comfy. And let's take a visit to Goldenrod. Let's get started. So Goldenrod, which you usually don't find till around late summer, it's a beautiful plant. You can actually order the seeds now to plant in spring. So that way you can have it pop up later. But it is very much a ditch weed. You find it growing by the side of the road in the median of freeways or in wild places. It's actually quite beautiful. When you see a field waving in the breeze, it's like fluffy sunshine. So it's something to think about if you have a considerable amount of land or at least a nice little border on your your lot. But let's talk a little bit more about some of the folklore around Goldenrod, shall we? All right. So the first thing is that Goldenrod and something to be glad about. Goldenrod, if it pops up in your yard, like as a volunteer plant, is supposed to be a token or a harbinger of prosperity and wealth or good fortune for your household and yourself. So it's kind of a good thing to see it pop up. And did you know there's different kinds? Yeah, that's something to look into because you can tell the different kinds by how they branch out. So when you have time, because it is winter and we're all inside, Maybe check out the different kinds you might want to grow. All right, let's start the next thing. Another thing about goldenrod is that you can use it for healing. One thing people do is, and again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a naturopath. I'm not going to tell you what to do, so take anything I say and research it on your own. So put this under lore in your book of stuff for healing. 
but people use the leaves for tea. You want to get them when they're still young before they get really spotty though, you know? And they also use the flowers. And I think, yeah, I'm going to share with you something I made with goldenrod this fall. So in case you want to make it too, okay? All right, so this will be fun. So one of the things I did, I, because I really like to make tinctures, I was unable, due to the global situation in 2020, to get my hands on rubbing alcohol or isopropyl alcohol. And I didn't really want to use liquor for it, because again, it was because of the global situation it was very difficult to get my hands on a good liquor that wasn't overpriced and that was the right concentration. Because if I'm using that, I use it for tinctures I can take internally. Like New England Blue Aster for my asthma. But that's for another episode. So what I did I decided to make an infusion with something that is also seemingly in short supply. But I got lucky and was able to get 10 bottles at one time. And that thing that I got was Witch Hazel. Now I don't mean I got the Witch Hazel herb, which of course would have been really great. And I could have made my own concoctions, you know. But I did get the witch hazel that you get in the supermarket. You often find it near the wipes and the rubbing alcohol and the hydrogen peroxide. But what I did, I sterilized some glasses. I have little pot-bellied jars that have wire tops and rubber seals. And I filled them with goldenrod that I had gathered, the flowers and leaves. And then once I had them really packed, I filled the rest of the way with all witch hazel liquid. And that I have let sit for a couple of months now. You're probably saying, well, what do you use it for? I use it for aches and pains. And because I'm a mom, I also sometimes have an issue with hemorrhoids. I know, oversharing, but it helps. It helps with discomfort there. Before you do that, I strongly recommend you talk to a physician and see if you have any allergies. But goldenrod does actually, for me, help with my aches and pains, and it's free. Another thing about goldenrod is that you can make it into a salve. This involves a little bit more work though. What you want to do is in a double boiler or over a crock pot, 
with a little glass jar. You're going to put some oil, and the carrier oil can be anything from avocado oil, safflower oil, uh, cold pressed olive oil, any kind of carrier oil that you want to use. Then you're going to put in your herb, and you're going to slowly heat it over this double boiler until it has a wonderful infused scent. And it can take anywhere from an hour to two hours. You'll know. And of course I'm teaching how to do a quick infusion this way. I highly recommend you look up uh, some YouTube and some other things to find out how to do it well. Or even contact Richter's website. They're in Canada. R-I-C-H-T-E-R-S. And then you're going to add beeswax or even cocoa butter. Slowly and warm it up, mixing it together until it becomes really smooth. And again, you can get really good instructions by going to YouTube or to Richter's. And you would use it the same way you would use a liniment or you would use a um, the witch hazel, which basically I made a liniment. That's basically what it was and that can be for pain relief and again use your own judgment talk to people see if it works for you because golden rod's pretty versatile now i'm married to a bee wrangler and a beekeeper a bee wrangler is someone who helps remove bees. He does cutouts with his boss. And their company is Bee Outstanding LLC, I think. So he works for him. But they, if you have bees in your home, please don't use pesticides. Please don't use poisons. Just have someone come and remove them. It's better for the environment and ecosystem. But he's a bee wrangler and he also is a beekeeper. So I'm going to tell you, goldenrod is really good for bees. So if you're trying to save the bees, plant some goldenrod. It's a good, it's a good thing. Although the goldenrod smell when bees are processing it is not the best smell. He kind of likens it to dirty socks or something. So... You can definitely tell the difference in when, what they're eating and how the honey smells when they're processing it for their, their young. Another thing about goldenrod is that if you're out and you get scraped, let's say you're very active and you are hiking or kids are playing or you're playing or whatever, and you get like a little nick or a scratch, you can actually chew up the, the plant and make a poultice. Or you can uh, kind of brew it up in the water and make a wound wash really quickly until you can get medical attention. Again, take all of this with a grain of salt because I'm not a doctor. But I do know that it does have antibacterial properties. It's been used for respiratory issues. There's so many things it's been used for. And at one point, I did read that it was a tea substitute after the, United, after the Americans dumped the British tea into the bay. So, you know, it's kind of kind of some fun history there.
can use goldenrod for is dye. You can dye things beautiful colors with the plants around you in the natural world. So goldenrod would be something to keep and you can use the flowers to make bread. Now, goldenrod bread, goldenrod pancakes, mwah, that's, that's gonna be pretty, it's gonna be tasty. It's gonna give you a different kind of nutrition. You could have goldenrod bread with some goldenrod tea. You could even mix the goldenrod with the lamb's quarter to make your bread too, to make it super nutrient dense. So there's all kinds of things you can do with goldenrod other than just looking at it and it being pretty. It's also supposed to be good for self-love. Uh, this herb is allegedly ruled by Venus, so there's that. So if you've been feeling down lately, grab some goldenrod and maybe like, you know, just let it cheer you up. Bring it in, put it in a vase, or just sketch it because sketching is good too. And there's nothing quite as much fun as sketching something that has pretty flowers and really interesting leaves. I think we've covered enough about goldenrod this time for your book of stuff. So I hope I'll see you next time on my Magical Cottage Core Life. I think our book of stuff is getting pretty cool. We've got so much more to put in. You know, I love chatting with friends. We're friends, right? And I'll see you then.